Hey there, how are you? I hope you are doing amazing. Today, we are going to be talking about transitioning work. So whether you're leaving, or maybe you were fired, or maybe it's a situation somewhere in the middle, either way, stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. And this is a great time to mention, this podcast does contain adult language. All right, getting on into it here. Transitioning work. So this can be sometimes a little bit hard. And sometimes I think there's things that maybe we don't think about, but could be helpful. And we may have to transition work because people quit, they get fired, they retire, maybe they get promoted, maybe they make a lateral move to a different team, maybe they go on leave, uh, take a super long vacation where they actually have to hand off some of their work. Many reasons that we may need to transition work. It's not always a bad thing. And really, how do we do that, right? And each situation is going to have its own nuance and its own uh, uniqueness, depending on what that person is doing within an organization. So whether you're the one transitioning out of work, or you're the one taking over the work of someone else, here are some tips that might be able to help you. Number one, the trusty transition document. All right, fun stuff, Steph. What the hell is that? Yeah, basically, you want to make a list or Excel sheet. Ideally, type it unless you have like really amazing handwriting, but basically a document that says what's in process, what is pending, what step each task is in, if there's any roadblocks, who involved, main contacts, things like that. So as a recruiter, and I've transitioned work many times because I've been contracting now for three, four years-ish. Probably look at my own resume one day. (laughs) But at the end of each contract, you transition your work to someone, right? So as a recruiter, this may be a list of all the open recs, every candidate that's currently in the mix in those different recs, what stage they're at, if there's any pending interviews, if there's any pending feedback from hiring managers or people who have interviewed that person, what the next steps are, literally everything in process so that person can go in to the rec in the system and they can pick up exactly where I left off. They don't have to go and hunt down a bunch of information. It could be contacts, emails, phone numbers, decision makers, really anything that would be helpful to know. It could be maybe information about the decision makers themselves, maybe hiring manager, you know, so-and-so is really hard to get feedback from and you need to text that person on their cell phone, right? Like, I really hope that people don't make us do that kind of thing, but you know, helpful information, any sort of like important dates or deadlines should also be in this document. If you have to finish your project by Tuesday and your last day is a Friday, you know, that new person may want to know that. And then I always like to have like a general note section. So if there's anything like miscellaneous, I just want to let that person know. That's going to look very different for each job, right? It doesn't have to be the exact same, right? The one I make is going to be very different than, you know, the one that a software engineer might make or a project manager, and that's okay. The point is just to have something in writing to help that next person take over. And I would say we want to do this whether we're leaving or we're taking over. Because even if you're quitting or even if you get fired, you still want to try and leave on the best possible note. And oftentimes if you get fired, you're just, you're done. They walk you out the door. There's no time. But there are some unique situations where it's like, hey, you're fired like at the end of the week, (laughs) right? It's usually not phrased like that, but you know. Number two, 
introductions. So if the person who is taking over is still with the company or they've already been hired, try and do a, what I consider a warm handoff, right? Maybe it's an email introduction or you set up a call and you're the person they're used to working with and you're like, hey, you know, hiring manager, my last day is Friday. We're going to move all the recs over to so-and-so. They're on the call or they're CC'd in this email. They're going to be taking over, you know, let me know if there's anything I can help with or something along those lines. And if you're the person who's taking over and no one has made those introductions yet, take control, introduce yourself (laughs) and really get those done. Number three, systems, access, software, logins, all of the IT type of stuff, right? So what sort of access? Are there any software licenses you need to transfer? So in the recruiting world, typically we have access to the recruiter version of LinkedIn. So it's called a LinkedIn seat and that seat has to be transferred to someone else. Or if they don't transfer it to someone else and people respond to messages you sent, it will literally go to Never Neverland if they don't reassign it. So every time I end a contract, I just let people know that because a lot of people don't actually know that. If it's like not assigned, it doesn't go anywhere just so the candidates can still get the best experience possible. And then obviously we want to make sure we're turning on and off the appropriate level of access, right? Like you don't want someone who has access to proprietary and company data and information after they've already left because like, hello, legal, risk, compliance, all the things, right? (laughs) Number four, if you're taking over a team, make sure you understand who are those new team members, right? So set up one-on-ones with them, make an introduction. How can you help? Is there any issues or roadblocks they're experiencing? Um, What sort of expectations do they have? Walk through meeting cadence. Maybe you want to schedule weekly one-on-ones or one-on-ones every other week with people. Make sure they have your contact information, right? How do they reach you outside of work if an issue arises and you're not online? Maybe it's your cell phone. Maybe it's a personal email, like whatever that is for you. I mean, obviously you're the manager, so you get to control whatever that might be, but there are situations that arise where people have to talk to you outside of, you know, a typical quote unquote nine to five. And then in general, if there's anything that they want you to know, taking over an existing team can be challenging, right? So I think in my opinion, it's always helpful to just have that introduction, right? And cover some of those basics so people don't feel like, oh, well, we have a new manager now and like they just know nothing, right? People like to be in the loop. They like to be communicated with. And so being that leader and helping them with that. Number five, who do you go to for support? and help and questions. More than likely, it's going to be your boss, right? That makes the most sense. Uh, But sometimes it's not. So if you are leaving and you have questions, who are you going to go to? Or on the flip side, right? If you're taking over work from someone else, who is leaving? Who do you go to? Who do you ask questions? Because obviously after a certain day, that person's not going to be there. So they're not going to be available for questions. Also to that end, make sure that you review any information they give you prior to them leaving. So if you do have questions, you can make sure to ask them before they're gone and you have to guess (laughs) or figure it out on your own. And number six, think about documents and folders and shared drives, etc. So is there anything that you need to send to people? Are there folders that you need to reassign in a shared system, right? Maybe it's Google Drive or maybe it's SharePoint or whatever the case may be. Is there anything that you need to share from a document perspective or maybe reassign? So I've worked at quite a few companies that have used Google for business, which is always kind of interesting. And if that person leaves and they are still the owner, of a file or a folder 
or a document or whatever, and it's a restricted access and you want to share it with someone two months later, you can't unless they transfer ownership. So think about stuff like that, where if you're the owner of important information, reassigning the ownership of those documents or files or folders or whatever it may be. And then if you have a bunch of helpful information, maybe it's just on your desktop, right? And that you commonly share with new folks that come into the team. Is there a shared drive or a shared folder that you can upload those documents to? Or maybe you just send them to your boss, but think about what information do you have that's helpful that others may benefit from that you need to either share with someone else or reassign to them. The Yeah, the biggest thing is the Google that I've run into anyway, and that has caused the most amount of problems. And typically IT can like reassign those, right? But that's that's a process. So if you can help minimize that friction and make things uh, as easy and smooth as possible, it's just easier for everybody involved. And that's it. Not a ton. Transitioning work is hopefully something that you're doing for a good reason. But if not, just know like you got this, you can do it and you're a rock star and just get everything organized in a way that makes sense to you. And don't be afraid to ask for help. All right. Hope you guys found that helpful. If you have a topic or a question you want me to cover, definitely reach out. Let me know. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to be here, to listen to the show and support it. I really appreciate it. New website over at stuffdennis.com. Feel free to check it out. You can support the show, of course, by listening, sharing with a friend, leaving a review and or rating. And then if you want to monetarily support PayPal or Anchor, you can find me on the socials, stuffdennis13, Instagram and TikTok, Clubhouse Stuffdennis, and then Instagram career talk podcast we are written produced hosted and edited by yours truly you are wonderful and so awesome and so amazing i hope you have a beautiful rest of your day